Hello listeners, this is Krishna Janae, aka Writing Dove. I want to thank you guys, first of all, for all the support that I got for my first episode. It was so amazing and I really, really hope that you were able to walk away with um, an experience and inspiration just as um, I intended to um, provide. But today I am so excited about this new episode. I have a very young special man with me in the room, the round table that will be joining for an amazing show. So here we go. We're going to get started with Coffee in Christ this morning. Well, as you know, I like to always get started with my readings and um, my prayer, basically. And so with that being said, um, let's go ahead and I'm going to say a Psalms prayer, um, 32. And here goes. Heavenly Father, I come to you now in the name of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I thank you that I am blessed. My transgressions are forgiven and my sin is covered. By the power of your Holy Spirit and with your life flowing through me, let there be no deception found in me. Father, I do not desire to be silent about my sin, for when I am, my body wastes away and my heart is heavy. I desire to to confess my transgressions to you so that you will forgive and remove the guilt of my sin. I thank you that I, that I can come and hide myself in you in times of trouble and a flood of great waters will not reach me. I praise you for the songs of deliverance that you surround me with that flow through my heart and with my thoughts and lift me above my circumstances. Thank you for the instruction and counsel that you will give me Give us and always keeping your eye upon us. Heavenly Father, let no stubbornness or lack of understanding be found within us. We will trust in you, Lord, and your your loving kindness that surrounds us. We rejoice in you. We will be glad in you. Heavenly Father, strengthen us in in our inner man to do your will and receive all the blessings of the upright in heart. Amen. So... Let's go ahead and get started. So instead of a blog today, I have a very special guest, like I said, and his name is Quentin Edwards. We like to call him Lil J. He is my stepson and he is a college student. And I thought this segment was so important because as college students, as that age and that phase in our life, we get so caught up and we tend to find ourselves struggling and battling to find our identity. So I felt this was so important for him to be at the round table with us, um, have a little coffee in Christ with us this morning and share his experiences. And we can get a full, you know, perception of what it is to be a college student now. So our topic today is college students and Christ. What is going on? Is Christ really lost? Is that ideology really lost in the college campus? And what we as adults can do to promote and help um, our our kids, you know, 
have God in the center of this this time, this important, important time of their lives. So welcome, Lil Jay. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so excited about this. So we're going to get right into it, Lil Jay. I have a few questions and we're just going to have a conversation and we're going to talk about certain things. Um, I know you're a journalist major, right? Mm-hmm. And you are attending what? Texas Southern University. What? And you know, it's so crazy because when I first moved to Houston after I graduated LSU, woke, and um, I said I was going to go to law school and TSU was the reason why I was like, that is it. I am moving to Houston. That's where I want to go to law school. But you know, God had other plans for me and he guided me in the direction of teaching and teaching again is such an amazing profession and um i answered his call and you know i'm here now so it's so exciting tsu um i i trust me i i know um how amazing that is and the experience but um again so you're a journalist major this is your first year in college um is it exciting yeah it's exciting very, very exciting huh it's a change of lifestyle, really, because you go from being with your parents and listening to them to you living on your own now. And you got to take responsibility and, you know, be an adult. Mm-hmm. I bet that's like a while. Like a, sometimes you might be sitting there like, man, I really don't have mom in the yeah. next room trying to tell me what to do. You know, it's it's it can be very overwhelming at times but again it's such an amazing experience that god you know have awarded you so let's dive into it um as a journalist student i like to know how do you feel your voice will be influential and powerful well at texas southern there's a um the newspaper there is called the tsu herald you know you can as journalist major that's what they really go to you know they go to us and try to find the journalist majors and um, try to get them to be on the TSU Herald. So, you know, we can put our word out in the Herald. Or, you know, once we move on to the next uh, step after college, when we get these big jobs or wherever we go off to, you know, we can put our voice out into the media coming from a HBCU. And, uh, yeah, you know. That's awesome. Right. So it's basically, you know, you have the ability to basically speak for so many voiceless people Mm -hmm. and that's powerful that's that's an amazing amazing ability you know that's something that god has given to you and for you to even say you know what i want to go in i want to major i know what i want to major in journalism is the way i want to go that is awesome kudos to you that's great how do you balance college life and standards standards that others have for you versus standards you have for yourself because like I said you know you're at an age where you are trying to find your own identity but then you still have all these um elements or factors so to speak like mom dad stepmom like me you know everyone that's saying you know what you need to do this you need to do that or you would be this or you would be that because I remember when I first graduated and I went on to college I had to major in pre-med 
not because I wanted to, but it was because it was a standard mm-hmm. yeah. that was placed upon me. So how do you balance that? How do you, you know, find yourself and say, you know what, this is what I'm going to do for me? Well, going into college, I really didn't know what I wanted to major in, but then, you know, I started to ask around, I started to do research, and like, um, you know, I'm a big sports guy, and I would always see the reporters and, you know, the analysts on TV, and I would be like, you know, I can be like one of them, so, you know, I decided to go ahead and go with broadcast journalism, and then, like, most people didn't know, like, really don't know about journalism, mm-hmm. so it was a surprise to them later, like, journalism was that, you know, they would think, you know, engineer or something like that, mm-hmm. so... But then, um, you know, I went ahead and made the decision myself and said, you know, I want to do something I would like to do, which is journalism. Yeah. That's awesome. That's that's really good because a lot of times it takes like maybe into a person's sophomore year to be like, you know what? No, this is what I want to do. I want to yeah. stand up for myself. So that's amazing that at an that even before you know, you stepped into that college campus. You was just like, you know what? Let me bring what I love to do. Let me bring my personality. Let me bring my passion. Let me bring my identity. Let me incorporate that into something where I know I can be and fulfill my purpose. Awesome, awesome. Um, let's move into um, what's happening on the college campus in regards to... Um, having Christ be the center. I know there's so many tragic things that are happening. Every time you turn on the news, you hear of some kind of tragic event, whether it's it's a shooting or it's it's something. Do you think the ideology of Christ gets lost on a college campus? And if so, how can we as adults, because at the end of the day, you guys are still kids. You guys are still students. You guys are still learning. So as adults, how do we take responsibility for that and and help and and overpour you guys with the support that you need in regards to that? Well, I feel like it is being lost because like it's like when college students get to college, you know, they forget about all that stuff and the only thing they think about is, you know, having fun and stuff like that. And, you know, you have this the ones that, you know, they are sticking with Christ, you know. They look through uh, Christ for leadership and guidance and stuff. But then it's the one, it's some ones that just, you know, they're lost. Mm-hmm. They don't know where to look to. Mm-hmm. And um, really, I believe it's a self-responsible thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. you go in and it's just like, you know, I believe, I believe this way, I believe this way, I believe that way. And, like, as adults, I feel like um, there's nothing we really could do but, like, try to persuade them to, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Try to get them to get on the boat. But then, like, it's all up to them if they want to, uh, you know, follow that way or not, you know. That's beautiful. You know, that is amazing because you said something very key choice. God has always given us free choice, free will. And that's what it's all about. You know, a lot of people question like why he allows certain things, but at the end of the day, it's a choice. And it's so amazing that you brought that up because Christ will never die. 
no matter what, even whenever he seems to be far out in the distance, he would never ever die. But it's a choice to embrace his presence and to understand that he is there. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so do you think there should be more workshops or coalitions or free seminars on campus to help guide students, whether it's financially, biblically financial, um, uh, stable or planning or even learning about how to date properly. Chivalry. Is chivalry dead? What about learning how to treat a young lady or a young lady learning how to be a young lady to attract a, a nice gentleman? Do you think those things should be offered more on a college campus? Because I know when I was going there, we we didn't have that. The only thing when I turned around the corner, there was a table with credit card applications set up, you know, but after you get the credit card application, then what else? There's no type of guidance in regards. And it's so crazy because technically, um, money is, is, is brought or, or shall I say is, um, found in the Bible so many times and people don't understand it like he does not want us to be in poverty he does not want us to be in debt but I think there's limited resources out there for us to understand responsibly how to financially plan or how to even date even a simple let me open the door or let me like what do you think should be or should should there be more offered? Well, actually, at TSU, um, our freshman advisors, they have um, I, I can't remember the name of it, but it's like a little group organization. You know, they they come up with uh, seminars for testing, for all type of stuff. Then we have the Wesley Foundation. We go there. You know, they talk to us about you know God and stuff. You know, like that. And um, what else? Um. have a lot of oh yeah they help us with financial things financial means and um you know with the chivalry part um it all depends on where you come from you know Mm -hmm. some people you know they come from a home where it's just like you know they their parents it's not necessarily their fault but their parents you know don't teach them Mm -hmm. chivalry you know open Mm -hmm. the door for women you know the stuff like that but at TSU, you know, we're kind of held to a standard, you know. Mm-hmm. Our RAs, our RAs are watching us. Um, everybody's watching us. All the people up high above, they're watching us, you know. So if, you know, we just walk through the door and not hold the door open or something like that, you know, they're going to question us about it, you know. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you hold the door open for that young lady or, you know, why didn't you do that and do this? You know, they hold us to a standard of, you know, being fine young men and fine young ladies Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so basically it should never be an excuse of not having it at home yes i i do understand that there are so many um situations or backgrounds Mm -hmm. that a lot of people come from um and then a lot that i'm going to be discussing because i have a book that i'm writing that's called is chivalry dead that we're going to be discussing within my episodes and we're going to dig deep into what you just said the basics and the background but at the same time do we keep do we continue to use that as an excuse because it sounds like at tsu regardless if someone did 
had didn't get it exposed at home they still have someone out there that's stepping up and that's being a spiritual leader and that's still holding you guys accountable and young ladies accountable to this and i think it's so important that we have this on college campuses because if you're not going to get it there you won't get it at Mm -hmm. all because these are the crucial moments in life where you are free to date and to venture off and to explore and things of that Mm -hmm. nature so i think that is awesome uh tsu sounds like an amazing (laughs) campus and i'm i'm so excited about your journey i mean you and i we have a discussion about this we had a discussion about this in the car the other day about just enjoy this amazing moment but definitely never never forget who's at the center and the core and when you find yourself um trying to find your identity you can always find your identity in christ so that is awesome um, I'm so excited that you are on my show and then you're a journalist major. So guess what? I would love to have you on my, um, on my segment again, over and over and Most over definitely. again. And maybe you can host it yourself one day one. and take a portion of the segment and just have at it. And maybe we can incorporate more young the young population to get involved and to see that you know you can flourish and you can do anything that you put your mind to um so guys that was so awesome um I have six spiritual needs of college students that I came across. This was written by Kim Aberthony. I'm hoping I'm saying that right, but this was from Facts and Trends. And the six spiritual needs of college students that she mentioned was a transformation from the inside out. Second, acceptance of God's unconditional love. Three, trusting the Bible as a steady compass for living. Four, seeing the gospel of Jesus Christ lived out in the lives of others. Five, learning basic Bible doctrine. And six, being accountable to another Christ follower. And as I'm listening to Lil J describe all of the resources and things that he's that he has been receiving at TSU. First of all, it warms my heart to know that, you know, my son, my stepson is, is, is just loved and he's really getting nurtured at this, at this university, but it almost hit all six spiritual needs of a college student. And that's very exciting and, and very, you know, emotionally warming to know that he's really getting this from, um, his school. Um, so let's move on to the next segment. You know, I love to sit up here and follow you. I mean, well, and thrill you with one of my poems. So I have one that's called um, Metaphoric Flow. And this is an old but goodie. This one is on my feet or so because it has been voted as the people's choice for oh since I've published um, my first volume of poetry so I would just love for um you guys to listen it's called metaphoric flow hope you are able to follow my metaphoric flow even though I would take your mind to a higher level and in broader lines into your soul made of lace and polka dot momentous you can touch and hold see I am an embassy Sitting in suites that only kings and queens can overturn, escaping judgmental conviction because the judge said so. And who is the judge, you may ask? The one and only that directs my path. 
I'm far from being idle, yet idolized. And trust me, this is not arrogance. This is just confidence magnified. Magnified to dimensions that are amplified to release a certain beat. Harmony sings a sweet, sweet song of victory. I ask you, who is defeat? See, lifesavers are people that have come to bless your life with being hopeful, leaving you with a breath of fresh air after you have swallowed and absorbed a mouthful. You need to perceive not as you have stopped, but with the progression of yielding to the caution signs of life. I didn't write these lines for you to read. I just placed them single filed so you can see that the road less traveled may not just be the road less chosen but it may very well be the road unseen because the yellow bricks got lost in the hood of canvas on that big screen hope you are still following my metaphoric flow even though i'm taking your mind to a higher level embroidering lines into your soul made of lace and polka dot mementos you can touch and hold see i am an embassy sitting in suites that only kings and queens can overturn escaping judgmental conviction because the judge said so and who is the judge you may ask the one and only that directs my paths just because dorothy from the projects don't have red bottom shoes she's still tapping her feet together trying to get to the land called Oz where hopes and dreams are issued but her issues are far and in between so she say forget it my heels may get caught up anyway within the cracks and seams walking on bricks ain't made for heels heels besides look what happened to Jack and Jill so you see these lines were written for you hardly but were written for the idol project Dorothy so she can look past her fears and idolize my tears my tears that have come from the trials that led to success and happiness. Dorothy, I can't give you eyes, but I can promise you this. If you follow my metaphoric flow, even though it takes your mind to a higher level and in broader lines into your soul, made of lace and polka dot momentas you can touch and hold, you will see that you are an embassy, sitting in suites that only kings and queens can overturn, escaping judgmental conviction because the judge said so. And who is the judge, you may ask? The one and only that directs your path. So, that was metaphoric flow. And you know, I'm snapping, I'm snapping, I'm snapping. So, guys, this was such an amazing, amazing segment. Um, It was so dear to me because I got to spend... Um, more time with my son and you know and we really got to connect and share with you guys a family segment so I'm gonna leave you with our recommended read and this one is really really amazing and it touches on um, a few things that we were discussing and I think it would be great for any college student anyone that um, would love to be able to understand that your money counts. And that's the name of it. Your money counts is the biblical guide to earning, spending, saving, investing, giving, and getting out of debt. This is by Howard Dayton. And let it bless you. Let your soul be healed and continue, continue to have a little coffee with Christ. So again, thank you guys. I need you. You need me. We need each other. So thank you and have a blessed one.